0: ATX Artist Social listeners, thank you for tuning in to episode four of season two of the ATX Artist Social Podcast. I am your co host, Tyson Davis, and along with me, we have
1: Lolita Rodriguez,
2: Marta Diaz,
1: Damon Mosley.
0: And we are your hosts. Due to this pandemic, we are recording remotely. So please disregard any technical difficulties. Hopefully, you are safe and at home and with a mask on. Anytime you have to go out for essential goods or anything like that, uh, we really want to stop the spread of this thing. So we are recording remotely, so please disregard any technical difficulties. Today we have on the line with us Avery O, oh, Avery Orendorf. Did I
3: say it right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
1: like, we, we have, have Avery. No he no was just like a cool. pulling up, off the backboard. Or
3: up from
0: half Boom. Of the- <laughs> Avery <laughs> Orendorf with Avery O's designs, right? Avery O, man. ATX hey, started social team. Let's give a big welcome to Avery. Hey, Avery, hey. what's up? Avery. Hey.
3: Welcome
0: to the hey, you nice. know, it's always welcome, it's always welcome. good to talk to a creative, you know, that creative spirit. And we felt a little bit of that in soundcheck. So we are we are family here now you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 We're a family here now. And, uh, usually in this first part of the show, we try to catch up with the team and, uh, you know, just see what everybody's been up to. Um, I know we recording this podcast week on week on week on. We haven't took taken, but one week of a break. Um, and uh, people are probably tired of hearing about our lives by, by now. Right? <laughs> why? No. Why it's a good thing we have interesting guests.
1: Yeah.
4: I'm right. Like, why would you get tired of hearing
0: about us? We're, we're the greatest. But, I mean you know an update every week you know like it's like yeah something happens every week yeah that's right Lola what's going on in your world well I dropped my website yeah I
4: dropped my website I took my website down to revamp it because like I had I had started off with WIC that I had it for three years and I hadn't did anything with it so like when I looked at it, I was just all like, damn, this looks just like whenever I started. I haven't been able to sell a single thing off of this thing. And I've been paying for this like 400 bucks every single year to keep this thing up just to for a uh, face. Well, that's on you, homie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I took, I took it. I took it. I anyways, I took it. <laughs> I took that as a sign that I need to hire somebody and get somebody that does this for a fucking living and stop trying to be a superhero and think that I could create my own website and run my own entire business just solo. So I ended up hiring somebody and like, I am so like, it's beautiful. Like everything about it just made my life so much easier when taking in orders, when conversating with my customers. I will preach about this from time to come because like I was doing so many steps to to selling my stuff, right? that like whenever I would make an invoice, I would have to go into ship to make my shipping labels. Then I had to go in and make a message for the customer. And then I had to go in and it was so many steps that I didn't realize that I didn't have to take. So now that I have this uh, website, it just asks the customer gets all their information. And then I just hit a button and it creates a shipping label for me. And then I just put that on my shipping. So like it saved me hours. Like I don't, I just can't, Make this like a stronger point, Hours and it looks really time.
0: good too. Though it, your your yeah. website is really clean, um, it's, it's, it's really uh structured, and it definitely has like this old timey theme, like with this modern feel with this modern uh product. It has yeah. this like older feel,
4: and that's what I t- tell people all the time with your brand. That's my concept, right? I want I I want it to be 1920s to the 1940s mixed with 90s pop culture, and if you can visually see that from looking at my website, then that job was completed. And I don't think people really like think about that when they think about their website and branding themselves that you want to have your concept be spoken through every aspect. Like you will know whenever you see my thing that it came from me, or if you see anything with my labeling that it came from me and my, and you see clearly what my concept is. And that was an eye opener. Yeah. That was an eye opener doing the website and going from doing it myself to professionally. And I will like, ride that train till I die. Erica from (laughs) Dope Creatives is the one who did it for me. She runs a, a market called Dope Creatives uh, Market, and she's just a beast. She works, shout, out she, yeah, shout out to Erica. Shout out to Dope
0: Creatives, man. Uh, yeah, she's a I, beast, dude. And once quarantine is over, I know they're going to be back ramping up, doing their markets, um, you know. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Dope Creatives. Uh, yep. we we'll definitely um, meeting with her. She has some hella ideas, and I know that uh, yeah. she's still working right now, you know. Uh yeah, Martha, she's been an essential person. Martha, man, uh, we were you sent me a video uh last week, uh, and the guy that uh was I can't remember his name, but uh, it was a really pretty cool video because the guy was showing me uh or he was teaching how uh these designs are created. And I know I was getting with you on a couple of designs. How's your design game been going?
2: It's going good. Um I am shifting a little bit. Like, so for the most part, I do logos for starting businesses. But what I'm doing now is, although I'm still continuing that, I am shifting it a bit. So where these businesses, I will start creating content for them as well. So that's where my design is starting to go. So as I'm creating content for ATX Artist Social, I'm also starting to create content and do layouts for other small businesses. They, They tell me what their problem is and they're like, well... I need more people to come in or I need people to stay out but I need their attention still and based upon their needs is based on how I create the content
0: yeah and
2: so I've
0: you are an essential I've been going through that you are an essential worker <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 like them. do it from home <laughs> 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 like can do it from home <laughs> and that goes back Damon I'm very lucky Yo, Damon what up?
1: how's that project coming man what's the news what's the update on the project alright well let me get you I, first before I get into the project I just want to give uh, Lolita and Martha a shout out because I know how hard she's been working on her website and I know how hard it is to get your website right. So, Shout out to her for getting that uh, accomplished. So, yeah, I know how hard Jeez. that is. That's a heavy lift. And uh, oh, man, Martha, don't know. good to hear you, like, stepping outside the zone over there. Because she, graphic mm-hmm. design skills are sharp. Like, you could do just about Oh, and eight, now she's eight. starting to <laughs> see? <laughs> I mean, I have to, over the course of, like, working with you and, like, seeing your, like, uh, what do you call that? Work ethic. Yeah, seeing mm-hmm. seeing that, mm-hmm. like I'm like,
2: oh <laughs> yeah, you see me working from like yeah, 12 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like she seven and in so Everybody <laughs> that hires
1: Martha is definitely gonna get their money's worth. But enough about y'all. Let's talk about me. Thank you. Oh okay. Yes, <laughs> have had things just kind of settled down a little bit. So, I'm in the final design stages of my installation project. Um, I mean, I pretty much got everything done. I just need to do some final design work, and I got to hear back from these uh, subcontractors. So, my all my subcontractors, you know who you are. I know y'all don't listen to this podcast, but if you stumble across it, I need y'all to get back to me. Answer some emails or do something. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's all I need. I just, I just need them to get back to me and say you know, yay or nay to the designs I sent them, and uh, it's. It's, it's gonna be time to start like pouring some concrete and building some, thing, digging some holes and whatnot. So uh, that's pretty uh, that's
4: pretty exciting. Can't wait to see what it actually turns out because we've already seen you do it like piece by piece. Yeah. But, you know
1: what I mean? I just want <laughs> to see the whole thing now. It's like <laughs> Oh yeah, you you and me both. We're all we're all gonna be surprised. <laughs> They're gonna be like, oh geez, Pull that off. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, 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 I ain't forgot about all that slander y'all was giving me all over the uh last week of promos talking about the dog ghost <laughs> the dog's gonna get caught. The, uh, <laughs> y'all Come on, man! Like, yeah, I didn't sign anything to say if y'all could put that on social media. No. Said,
4: hey, listen, you said it publicly in a recording that's on the podcast, so it's already set. Yeah, it's it's there. Yeah, it's
1: but we, there. We, we we don't have any paperwork on. Hey, we can work we just, out a deal. <laughs> we we, 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 we really could work out a deal a, and a handshake and, 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 so. and a shot glass. <laughs>
3: that was it. Hey, we can right. work out.
0: A, we can work out a deal in the editing, though. You know, I mean, you know, just let me know. All right, all right, all right. All right. But I know you got a project. I know Tyson got a project going.
4: Oh, the basketball. I'm court excited days. about.
3: Yeah. Oh, get man. off in that
0: Thank you, man. Yeah. Um. But back home, man, my hometown, of Nacogdoches, Texas, uh, population like thirty-three thousand people. Right. Um. So there's like that's like um, UT Stadium. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> so there's like. <laughs>
2: Right, man, seriously. Walmart is the main employer. Oh, no. (laughs) He he did say country. Walmart Walmart
0: and the hospital are the main employers in my hometown, right? Uh, So... Yeah, man. So uh, what I want, what I've been trying to do, I've been in contact with the uh, Parks and Recs uh, down there and a few of the influential people who have, uh, you know, been successful and made it from Nacogdoches um, about partnering up and doing a uh, mural on three different basketball courts in East Nacogdoches, which they are all in the uh, black and Hispanic neighborhoods. And that's where everybody goes to uh, play ball and all the little kids and everything like that. So. I had came up with this I- idea of painting the basketball courts um, and I've been pitching it to the Parks and Rec uh, down there in Nacogdoches. And uh, we're in the process of trying to make that thing official. So we're just waiting on a few yays and, um, you know, a little bit of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know money's always like good yeah. there, so it, I, it takes yeah. money to do th- these type of things though you know no, nobody can uh, change something without dollars attached to it because it's, it's never a significant change even if you wanted to feed the homeless you would need to be able to provide meals so everything um, when you're giving back has to do with dollars and one thing about working the city contract here in Austin I realized that there's every city government has funds for public art yeah. And right, speaking yeah. of public art, Avery O has been painting up Austin like crazy, <laughs> right? So it's amazing to have an artist of her caliber, a, a business owner of her caliber, an a, a creative entrepreneur um, like her on the show today. So ATX started social. Let's give another welcome to Avery O.
5: Avery, what's up?
1: What's up? Yeah, come on in.
3: Thanks,
5: guys. Get on in this. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. This, I'm honored that y'all asked me on. So. Oh, awesome. man.
1: It's we're honored cool. to have you, man. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let's start hitting her with the fastballs. Good, yeah. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah. First off, I, mean, I want to know from
0: jump, are you homegrown? Where are you from?
5: Oh, you're actually asking me a hard question homegrown. to start off with. Um <laughs> I, I actually I've never been able to come up with an answer to that question. So I actually grew up um, in Singapore and Dubai. I grew up overseas, okay, and then moved to small town Louisiana for a while in like middle school, high school, and then Houston. For a couple of years and then South Carolina then back overseas to Prague and now I've been in Austin for about 15 years so but my family's all from New Orleans so that's kind of home base even though I never lived there so I don't know where I'm uh, I can hear it in the accent. <laughs> I
3: can hear it the <laughs> from the
5: Orleans. <laughs>
1: yeah all right. But yeah
5: New Orleans is where like you know my heart is for sure so. Well New Orleans is one of those constant. places that
1: kind of ties together all of your like outside like travels and all the places you've been Yeah, you Mm -hmm. go to New Orleans and kind of have like a good mix of all of those places. Yeah, you get a little taste from like Singapore to like Prague. You get a little bit of that in New Orleans.
5: You get just like, yeah, so much fun cultures mixed up together in that city. So, Mm -hmm. and just a good time. So, yeah good food good art you know oh yeah all that
4: stuff I was just talking about how I was uh, craving some Cajun food yesterday to my husband because they've been showing like all these black owned business restaurants and stuff in um, Austin and why they always have like Cajun food like that's why I'm just all like listen somebody give me some of these crab legs somebody
2: come and deliver them mm. to pull up to the spot with these crab legs so I need <laughs> these in my life they found in yeah, the exactly. they're like oh they not Alex are here. Let me let me
4: shout out New Orleans a lot on this pipe Yeah, we do. From nobody, <laughs> nobody in here being from New Orleans.
5: <laughs> that's I mean, true, it's but a I, city that it, it has that pull, though. Yeah, you know? it does. Like, yeah. It you go does. there once and you fall in love with it. So yeah, that that's yeah. I'm, I'm not
1: from there, but I grew up there, so <laughs> Oh,
4: now you yeah. I can claim you can it. Learn.
1: You can claim it. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> 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 can claim it now. I'll Yes, now. <laughs> yes. I was also raised in Prague. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: Don't, hey, man. I
1: went to private school in Oh, bro. <laughs> and I'm considering moving to Singapore. Oh, man. I like to make our guests feel welcome.
3: Wow. <laughs> right?
1: I'm trying to build a bridge here, guys. So, oh, that's,
3: <laughs> still
1: in her thunder. That's what
4: that <laughs> is. somebody hey. just like toss Damon out to the podcast? Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Avery well so you said you've been here in Austin for 15 years Mhm so did did you begin your artistic um your artistic entrepreneurship
5: here in Austin I did I did and that was more recently I guess it's been about 6 years now since I've been what did you do? Kind of working as an artist. What did you do before? Um, before that, I worked for a nonprofit, um, and it was a nonprofit that I totally loved. But when I left, it was sort of just had gotten going through some growing pains, and it you know it was I had to kind of leave when I did. It mm-hmm. got stressful. It got too much. So yeah.
2: What was your role there? Like, what happened to be what you were? I was doing doing um, a kind of program
5: design. It was a youth organization, so I did a lot of events and uh, yeah stuff with kids. I would. You know put on these large-scale events and kind of organize um all of the programs they did basically which was i think that where you know i actually like realized how much i loved art through that because i had a lot of organ like things that i was setting up with art um mm. so yeah so that
4: was kind i of feel nice like uh, open up kids and art go hand in hand for some reason like it always has like when you're involving re- kids and doing activities with kids it's always highly connected with art like yes yeah. Their all creativity.
3: kids are artists. Yes, they are. They're all
5: artists. And at some point, we, we, we've we all been artists at one point in our life. And then as adults, most people kind of forget that. Well, and so I... being around kids, you kind of bring that back. And then it's like, oh, wait, we can all still do this. We can all still be artists. Wait, yeah. so. if, if
1: all kids are artists, are all artists kids? Yes. Oh, my God. I like that. Yeah. I like it.
0: <laughs> That's true, though. It's, it has a lot of truth in it, though, right? Because yes. as a kid, as a kid, kid like you can play like playing is creating like playing Mm -hmm. like creating scenarios and Mm -hmm. uh, using different objects and um, you know that's that's creating you know you're creating a setting Um, so yeah I mean just to be able to create and to paint like we do on a Even larger scale, we have to be kids. We have to be having fun with it,
2: right? And there are also several artists that try to revert back to drawing as a child. Like they try to simplify and it's just cleaned up Mm -hmm. childlike images. Well, do you
4: think that you feel some type of nostalgia whenever Mm -hmm. you're making art from like reminiscing on things that you had when you were a kid? Like when do you ever have that feeling whenever
2: you're creating? Right. As a child, we're also allowed to be messy. Mm -hmm. We're allowed to, you know, express we're we know that, as kids, we don't know the social correct way to express yourselves, mm-hmm. so it's more okay for a child to express themselves. And the more outburst sort of way, but as an adult, you're told to tame it. Mm-hmm. So when you're finally near a child, you're allowed to express yourself the way you're always told to hold back. I feel but like that's also yeah, another... Yeah,
4: I mean, and I feel like that's like, uh, you, you as an artist and an adult, is you're uh, more, like, more sophisticated, like you're more, like, when you're a kid, I feel like you're all over the place. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm just expressing art, there's no... Uh, rhyme or rhythm behind it sometimes you're just doing things because when I look at Bastion just like making handprints and like painting squares and triangles and making butt prints and stuff I'm just all like okay you like oh, you God. like body paint I was like you like body painting <sighs> you, you, you and I feel like what is that going to turn into as an adult like you know what I mean? So Avery. But in the weird way
5: too abstract art I find it to be like some of the hardest art good abstract art. Yeah that's true. Like, that's what kids naturally do well. Yeah There's something that happens that like, yeah, like our adulthood stifles us into like, just like being wild with color and putting, you know, because there's a lot of bad abstract art there that adults are making. But like, you know, kids are just doing it naturally. And from the heart, it kind Mm -hmm. of, I don't know. and just coming up with their own creative ideas. And that's, you know, skill is something that we can all develop, but just having that kind of natural creative drive is something that I think is so easy to lose as we get older. And we yeah. start to kind of like
0: force ourselves yeah, back into it. Yeah, right. I think the older we get, we start to um, see people create these things and they're, we're like amazed and wowed at mm-hmm. how they created it, or not necessarily how, but just the end product. And so we start comparing what we're creating to the mm-hmm. amazing things that we're seeing other people create. And we can tend to you know belittle ourselves before we even give the creation any value you know i think we hold ourselves back once we see somebody else create something and we're like
4: wow but do you that's, think, do you think that every artist needs that in order to become a successful artist they need that with like that self-doubt sometimes
5: when I see other I, art? I totally think so. Well, I think that, first of all, I think imposter syndrome is fierce and real. Like, I still, to this day, am mm-hmm. like, somebody's going to find out that I have no idea what I'm <laughs> doing and I'm just <laughs> making this up. Right. <laughs> I keep on waiting for somebody to call me out any day now will be like, wait, what? <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: But I also think there's something healthy in that kind of constant, like, questioning of what you're doing. You know, there's something that I think that you need confidence as an artist, but you also kind of need to know when you know, your skills don't match your desires in a way or like right. or your taste, you know, like you because otherwise you just kind of get stuck in a rut. You got to keep on like pushing yourself. To be like, OK, I got to learn something new. I got to try something new. I got to do something a little bit better, a little bit different. Um but it's hard. It, it's hard to to have that confidence because, again, there's that constant comparison to everyone else who does it a little bit better or has that skill set that you don't have. And
1: so when figuring you are, out
5: where that sweet spot yeah. is, is kind of tricky. Mm-hmm. So when
1: you were growing up, like where did you grow up in like a creative household? Like, was there a lot of creativity around you? Were you encouraged?
5: Very much so. But in it's something that I've only kind of realized now. So I, I do have many artists in my family. I have aunts who are. Who are artists? Who you know, whether it's painters or photographers or jewelry artists, um, but also the non-artists in my family. Like my dad's an engineer, but he is one of the most gifted writers I know, and you know his brother is the same, just like a beautiful writer. My mom um, is a seamstress, and she doesn't do it professionally, but she just has always made beautiful clothes. I have just so many people in my life who are creative, and and I don't think I was ever pushed to be an artist. I was actually told not to be an artist because it was a bad career choice right right, um, <laughs> right, right yeah, yeah especially with a father the who's same, an engineer exactly it was like well, yeah. uh that's that's not wise um <laughs> so i was told not to study art you know i, I fooled them um <laughs> 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 prove them wrong but um but i still had that creative push you know every you know everyone around me was always doing something creative and even though they didn't see it as a career they still found it important And art was always important. Going to museums, you know, seeing art, appreciating art was always really important. So, so I'm very, I'm so glad for that. I'm glad that I've also had people who understood the importance of making money and kind of being like being business people first, because I think that's when I started, I had no artistic skill and I just decided to like, well, I'm going to paint murals. And I honestly, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed about my first like year working, but at the same time, like I just decided like, well, I can figure out the business end and then the skills kind of came with it, nice. you know, as I learned them. Um, well, was, and it, I think was
4: that my, it you leaving the organization that made you want to push art as a career? Or was there something that was a pivot moment where you are like, I can turn this into a business
5: so I I left that organization right like right when my second son was born and so I decided okay I'm gonna just try being a stay-at-home mom I was a terrible stay-at-home mom like I am just not made for that I don't have the patience I love my kids so much girl but I, I feel myself. you
4: on so many <laughs> levels <laughs> oh, I preach about yeah. this every day like people think it's like oh at home with your kids that's like well, you have so much time, and you can pay attention to, and your kids are getting on mm-hmm. your damn nerves,
3: like literally <laughs> the entire day, and then you have
4: to function and be like a savory person, to, like you have to be like a, a nice person to them when all you want to do is like put them in a the headlock and like make them go to sleep. Real, quick. it's like oh go my sleep. god. Yeah. We like, hey, hold up. Before we I, on, I before we on before we move on. Before we move on. Before we move on. The
0: the the views and opinions of the ATM started social serious <laughs> <teams> is not direct. <laughs> <laughs> or indirectly, what? a representation yeah. of what? all of the A T S started social media. We got
1: to go. distance ourselves Listen. from all those comments.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Listen. There is, Besides. Those are, those are They're exhausting. Listen. Exhausting. You, you got one
1: kid. You have nothing to... <laughs>
3: Listen, <laughs> yes, you better tell her David. <laughs> <them>. Listen,
4: <laughs> one, kid, one kid is enough for you to know. Uh, well, one bastion, one bastion kid, is a lot. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> bastion is a lot, guys.
1: <laughs> one and, bastion is a lot. And like
4: everybody that three listens to the podcast, kids. everybody's gonna agree because I have a huge audience just for me being real as fuck about kids in general (laughs) and I will not turn that down and y'all need to
2: support me damn it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> his, his nickname is bash after all <laughs> his nickname is so, bash man. so he yeah, yeah but so so you remember bam bam we got that
0: <laughs> <laughs> so avery i know um because i took that same leap you know with my mu- my first mural being 107 feet wide and 24 feet tall it was a beast of a project and i had it with a limited budget right so i mm-hmm. took that chance once i completed that wall i was like i knew i could do this um but your transition had to be a little bit harder uh, than mine because you you had to figure out how to um, pursue this passion, pay the bills and also stay uh, putting food on the table. Right.
5: It was interesting. I mean, because I did I definitely had a slow start um, because, you know, I was like, OK, I quit my job. I was going to be home with the kids, first of all. I needed to still be working going down to wanting a single family income instead of two was very painful transition. Yes. <laughs> we were like, well, that's not going to work. Right. So I knew I needed to make money. Um, you know, so that's, you know, the business end came to it, but it was also really hard to grow a business when you have, you know, a newborn and a, two-year-old um you know not an easy (laughs) not an easy adjustment so i just kind of started painting on weekends just because i was like well this is something that i can do to get away from my kids who i love um but i needed space um i had painted my son's room and and just like this simple mural it was like trees with these paper leaves on them and enough people were like oh i like that um paint my, you know, my kid's room. Right. And so I kind of started doing that on the weekends. Um, and they just kind of like, I guess really soon after that decided, like, I just, I can make business of this. I know I can do this. I can know I can make money off of it. Um, and, but again, it was slow because then, you know, it was like, it's hard to make that leap when you're like, I, I'm not making enough to afford daycare now. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And I had to figure out, you know, so it was a lot of nights, a lot of weekends getting started, and until so the kids were kind of finally in elementary school, and then I was able to really just, you know, dedicate more
1: time, full time, yeah, yeah. So once so- you had spent time doing it. That's when you decided, you know what, the business savvy is going to kick in and be like, how can I monetize? The business part always came first for me, so in a very strange
5: way. Nobody, nobody becomes an artist to make money, but for some reason, I did. Um, <laughs> I was like, this is a way I can make money. Like, it I really, it never occurred this looks to me that, like the whole like you know starving artist idea. I was like, well, that's just dumb. I don't want to be a starving artist. I right. want to be an artist that makes money.
3: Um, and I actually, that. That.
5: yeah, I, I'm Ooh. telling you, yeah, I think we need to teach this more, but. I also, weirdly enough, I I became, I started my business at painting murals and I didn't consider myself an artist for years and I actually had friends who were like well you're an artist and I was like well no 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 I just paint murals like, and then I had one friend who actually looked at me after I was explaining to her what I do and she said no no I asked you if you were an artist I didn't ask you if you were a good artist oh, yeah. <laughs> and That's it was awesome because no it was so good because I was like oh like you're an right. affirmation. I can claim that I'm an artist I don't yeah. you know I don't have to no one has to know if I'm good or not right now um, and so it kind of gave me that confidence to be like, okay, I'm an artist. And then once I was like, said I was an artist, and it was sort of like, well, now I better be a good artist. Right. Um. <laughs> now you yeah, now you gotta prove that. <laughs> like, and, it was, and so that's like, so I think that like I was, uh, it was, I was. I was a business owner first. I kind of figured out that part of it. And then someone told me I was an artist and I was like, whoops, better figure out that part of it. And then, you know, I really, and again, like it is one of those things that that practice obviously is pretty important. And I started off with very little skills and I've developed them over time and just keep pushing myself. And somehow I figured out something that works, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) So for artists that do it the opposite way. So for artists that are like, I'm just gonna paint all these pictures, whatever. And they don't get to the business thing until like later. Do you have like any advice? Is there anything you would say like, hey, you know, if you're going to do this, you might want to X, Y, and Z first.
5: I think the biggest thing is just valuing yourself. I mean, that's the hardest thing because art is so subjective and that you might see a painting that is $50 and then a painting next to it that is $3,000 and you might like the $50 one better. You know what I mean? Like, but somebody has valued themselves enough to charge that like $3,000. I remember having an art show once and had a painting up and it was, I think it was $2,000 and my neighbor came over and she said, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that you were that legit. And she's like, I didn't know that you were that, like, and I was wow. like, nobody's bought it yet. No <laughs> one's bought it. Like, <laughs> I'm just telling the world this is how much it's worth. <laughs> and, and since then, I've sold paintings for that much. Like I've sold paintings for much more than that. And it was, so I think that you just have to be willing to value yourself and then everyone else kind of believes. I mean, you okay. can't be terrible, but you know, like if you have the basic skill, and people who who wait to do the business side of things usually have developed. Pretty I feel good like skills you put. I feel
4: like when you put your artwork at that price, so the piece, those types of people get drawn to you yeah. because of that price. They're paying attention. Yeah, they start it's paying true. attention and they're like, yeah, this two thousand dollars, and then they start looking at you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I, I mean, like-
0: even the hundred dollar ones that draws the same attention because if you tell somebody oh, though, yeah, but, is want- but, now but, but, but now, they're wanna- looking around your portfolio for another hundred dollar piece that they like. You know, I mean it. I think you're right. Um, I realized that once, once I um, sold a piece for more than I thought I would. Right? I mean, my first piece I sold, the guy asked me how much do you? And I said I don't know, a hundred dollars. But I didn't know what I was doing. Right? <laughs> and he went yeah. to the. St- he went to the ATM and he came back with a hundred dollars and he told me, he said, man, if you would have said four or five, I would have bought it for that. And so at that point, I realized like, I have to value my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so
5: hard to do. It's so hard to figure out what is fair, especially if you're new at it. Or if you, if you haven't made that big sale yet, it's so hard to be like, but how do I, you know, do you feel yeah. like you're like being a, like bragging or being like, Oh, I'm, I'm so high and mighty, but it's like, no, actually, it's hard work. It's hard work to to be an artist and to figure out, you know, your style or what is good mm-hmm. or what speaks to people. I mean, painting murals is physical labor.
3: Yes, yes. And people
5: yes. are. It's hard work. There's times when it's like a hundred degrees out, and I'm up on scaffolding working for, you know, five days straight. You know, eight, ten hours a day. Talk about it. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> hard. yes. It's hard.
5: But it's you know, and so there's sometimes people are like, oh, I thought it, this mural would be a thousand dollars, and I'm
2: like, no, this is. I'm Right. Like, you're crazy this right? $10,000 or something you know? as, as, as the, I guess one good way would be to ask them to break down what those $1,000 will do for you just in one day <laughs> right. like what what paint can you get oh this is the myX paint with just the $1,000 yeah. it's not yeah.
4: labor, labor, labor. Yeah. it's Bad. not yeah.
2: when one of the right people are buying your art they don't ask those
4: questions only yeah. the people that are trying to penny pinch mm-hmm. are the ones that ask you those types of questions and those are the people that you don't want to be messing around I went anyway. What are you gonna say, David? What do you got to say? <laughs> <laughs> You've you been around Jay
1: Music too long. Shout out, Jay. Yeah,
3: yeah. Hey, hey,
4: hey, no, that's true.
3: That's real true, though. Yeah, he, he is. Shout out, Jay. Person.
4: Yeah, he's an inspiring Ooh. person. He's really about his. He's really about his game. But I'm gonna right. shift it. I'm gonna shift this a l- just a little bit and talk. And I want to ask you about merch aid. Um, oh yeah. Can you give me a little bit more information about that? Because you work with small businesses, correct?
5: Yeah, that was I was so honored to um be asked by MerchAid. So uh it got started out of New York and it was right when COVID hit and they basically teamed up, um, artists and designers to create merch for small businesses that they could just sell online. All proceeds went to the small businesses directly. Um, and so it just had to be a local business. Um, they reached out to me and it was just sort of like, you know, right now everyone is, these businesses are hurting. They can't afford to hire somebody, um, to, you know, create a new design for them. And so we all did it pro bono. Um, and it was so cool, just so cool to be a part of. Uh, So I designed a t-shirt and poster for book people, um, that did, you know, sold out within the first week. I was so excited. Nice. But yeah, I mean, just be, to be able to give back like that, this like super weird time, you know, was um, just meant a lot to me. It was very, again, very excited to be able to kind of contribute something like that. Now, is this is
1: this <laughs> I, still going on? Is this something people can still like... See? Get, a, get a piece of or see or...
5: I don't... I think that they were only selling the Austin designs for two or three weeks. So, as far as I know, they're sold out. I don't think they're doing additional okay. runs, but... um So, is
1: the the whole program finished? Because I'm assuming it was no, like they're a, still a rolling are, program.
5: It's a rolling program, but I think, again, they're based out of New York. They expanded into Austin, and I don't know what other cities they're going oh, into. So, okay. they're kind but of the like... kind of Austin they, portion of it has... Austin portion
4: is over, wrapped. as far as right. I know. Right. Yes. All right. Darn it. Yeah. Damon's like, boo, Damon's like,
3: Damon's like boo. <laughs> well, no, because every time I, I, time I see Ideas
2: say, City, GSD, and M, I'm like, yo, check out my portfolio. <laughs> I wouldn't I I even wanna say darn y'all. it because it sounds something very similar to what we were trying to do earlier this month. Yes. And oh, knowing knowing that it can work on that level mm-hmm. is great. Like, that just gives me ideas on what, to, what we can do next, especially was, if, since they're not here in Austin anymore. They have moved on. Exactly. And I think that there were only, I think nine
5: or like maybe 10, I don't know, let's say 15 businesses in Austin that benefited from it. So there's... I mean, geez, we've got a lot more businesses here than, <laughs> that need help right now. You know, so I don't, I don't think that there's there's a lot of artists, a lot of designers who are willing to kind of give back, especially to the businesses. Yeah, they love. I
4: feel like what we're trying to do is we're trying to be able to benefit the business and the artists too, because the artist is putting in their time and they also need revenue too, because they're equally taking. That's a their hit. business. Yeah, they're equally taking a hit too, as long as well as the small businesses that are here. And then most artists are small business, so it's just like trying. to be able to keep that revenue ever flowing for everyone uh with Mm -hmm. different like uh contests that we're trying to do and having different artists that we're going to try to do with different merchandise uh we're just trying to be a platform to just boost
2: maybe maybe we should talk about what kind of the idea of the t-shirts for instance we're trying to do
4: oh yeah that's true so uh i'll just announce it since we're saying it's uh, Live in the podcast.
3: Yeah,
4: Yeah, (laughs) model We've been working on a project. (laughs) We've been working on a project where we're taking some um, past participants on the podcast and we're letting them do a t-shirt design. And with the t-shirt design is that we're going to uh, sell it. And part of the proceeds will be going to the artists. A part will be going to a project that we're we're working on ourselves. Uh, We're trying to create scholarships and stuff for young scholars in um, the Austin and surrounding areas. And then um, another piece of it we could possibly give to a charity or or something of the sort. We're, we're kind of working out the logistics of how we're going to like divvy out everything, but we most definitely want to feed the artist that is producing the work and we also want to give it back, some of it back to the community in some way, way shape, or form. You know, a lot of us uh, as ATX artists, we do all this on our free time. Um, we, none of us gain any profit from any of this, so this is all, we're all doing this free work and we're just here to just boost art like I I, I just want to we just want to build a community we want to build a yeah. community and we want to bring build the, bridge this gap because like I feel I uh, I feel like an outsider sometimes working with the ATXR social because I'm not an artist like that I am a creative and you know I sew and have a business and do things like that that people don't consider they think that I'm doing like mosh posh and stuff in my garage Every time I approach them, whenever like it comes with, that's how it's viewed when you talk about like what people view as craft, you know. Mm-hmm. And whenever you hear me talking about it as a business and stuff, they're just all like, "Oh, well, my grandma does all this stuff, so I have to battle your grandma." Like every day. <laughs> that I always bug, mama. though
1: when people that do really creative things think that they're not artists. I don't just don't think artist I'm, is a state of a, mind. It's yeah, not. Yeah,
4: I think I think I'm an artist, mm-hmm. but I feel like how I'm viewed to. To
2: the public is more as a creative or a crafter. Like I, I think, think that's the same that thing, story. though. Like I, just, or seeing or, or someone that paints doesn't unnecessarily understand what sewing how sewing can be created. I yeah. sew too, like, though. You like, can't.
4: Yeah. well but that's not most, fair most people, but most people that are fighting marriage, like people that okay are can doing i give y'all my
0: perspective I'm, my
4: perspective
0: no. is can we get avery's perspective nobody Avery, wants Avery, give me your perspective because to me creative and artist is the same thing because we're still creating
5: i i'm with you on that and i think that craft is the same i think that it's also same. It's, it's hard i'm horrible at crafts i'm And I don't mean like popsicle crafts, like real good crafts, I'm terrible. (laughs) I And people are always like, oh, you're crafty. Look, can you do this? And I'm like, no, I have no idea how to do that. (laughs) Like, it's it's hard to do good craft. Yes. And craftsmanship is just as, to me, like, impressive as, you know, art. But here's the thing, right? Being an artist or being a fine craftsman is the same thing. To me, though. Now, again, people hear craft and they think popsicles and they think.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just think the mind. We're used to machines
2: machines creating for us. So to Mm -hmm. us, like, oh, if a machine can do that then why is that so impressive
1: sometimes? But see, what I think makes you an artist is that desire to know, like, like I, I can't do this as well as that person. Like, if I'm going to do that, I want to do this to that highest level. That's what makes you an artist, right? So it doesn't really matter what you're applying
3: that well, mentality to. Well,
4: I, I, I 100% you know what I mean? agree with you, Damon, but like, I, I, all I'm saying is like, in society, that's like how society takes in what I do. It's considered... As like they automatically put it in this mom category that I'm a mom just creating crafts and like I'm like I'm making box lunch box, box lunches for everybody at the PCA. <laughs> like you got these two
0: you got these yeah. two riddles and you
4: just sitting in the yeah making well a scarf. I mean that's that's how I that's how I whenever I get feedback and stuff and I'm around that type of setting with people that are like in a different medium of artists that's how it feels whenever it's getting spoken about in the circle. Mm. Like when That's you true, speak about happen. the, yeah, you know what I mean? So when it's spoken about in the uh, as in terms as artwork, it's not spoken as if I just made a piece of art. Like you don't look at my mm. items and be like, oh, look at that beautiful piece of art she made. They're going like, oh, right. look at the the bandana bib that she made for a child. You know what I mean? Right. Or something like that. I, That's what I, feel I'm
2: like, I feel like I can relate on a certain level because I'm very, I'm more crafty than I am like, At drawing and painting. So I understand when I'm around my husband and like let's say his tattooer coworkers, I don't feel like I'm an artist of their caliber just because I don't tattoo, period. Yeah. To me, I'm crafty. I can sit here and make a sculpture out of cardboard real quick, you know, but that's not something everybody can do either. And I feel like it's the same that's the same thing with me and you, because you know, both of our husbands
4: are tattoo artists and they and we're in the same circle. So it's just like I feel I feel like you know what I'm saying because we're around the same group of people that are just <laughs> like they're they're doing watercolor and oil paintings and stuff and then they're looking at me like, "Oh yeah, she just went over there and she sewed <laughs> up a shirt."
1: <laughs> Yo, Avery. Speaking, Go ahead, Diamond. Oh, I was about to say, so, like, <laughs> speaking of, like, aesthetics, right, like, like, artistry and stuff, um, you said you never really considered yourself an artist. Where did you kind of get your, like, aesthetic from? Because, I mean, looking at your work, it definitely um, has a theme. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's it's easily recognizable once somebody knows your work, like they know your work. So I was just wondering, like, how did you settle on that aesthetic or?
5: Yeah, I think that uh, from the beginning, it came from and I'm going to be completely honest here, a very limited (laughs) skill (laughs) set. Like I'm not even like because I just kind of like went for it and I didn't really have this, you know, huge bag of skills. I I was limited. And And so I think that I kind of developed this very simple style, a lot of clean line work, a lot of bright colors.
3: Uh, did you
1: ever just? Did you ever study color theory? No, no, I did not. That's amazing. Sure, well, no, but yeah, but I mean, looking at oh, your thanks. work, like like the way you use color, <laughs> it's like that, yeah, that's no, what no, that's, that's just, what kind of separates your, yeah, your work. Oh, that yeah. means a
5: lot. Yeah, Actually, like, I feel like it's been a struggle for me. No,
4: not so, at all. I like that. it's very clear <laughs> through your work. Like you highlight each color very well, and I feel like you can even switch out the color, uh, like different color uh, schemes. And it was still, Mm -hmm. look, Aesthetically beautiful. Like, so oh,
3: I just wanted to you. amend
4: you on that because I, I really admire your work and like what you do. Oh, that, mean,
5: that means a lot. It's been a lot of hit and miss um, along the way, but I so I appreciate that a lot because color is something that always, since I didn't study it and it was something that just kind of, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. It feels
1: good. You go, wow. with it feels yeah. good, right? That hurts. Yeah. It hurts. If, if it feels good, if it feels good, it's My good, colors right? don't pop like that.
3: <laughs> right? Like Every the, way you work, like, it... the Contrast yeah. and the negative yeah.
1: space. Mm <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, well, tell well, me about <laughs> one of the murals that you did, uh, that you've done downtown. Yeah, I was just about to say, what, what murals have you done?
5: So most of, you know, it's it's always kind of sad because often people are like, oh, what have you done? I don't have a ton of like big outdoor public murals. I, a lot of the stuff I've done is in office spaces. That's kind of primarily what I've done. So we're um, schools or just a lot of indoor murals. Lately, I've done a number of outdoor ones, but um, there's one at Hill Country Galleria um, a pretty big one. And then I recently did one on the side of a, like the big exterior wall, on the side of a, a Montessori preschool, kind of deep by Deep Eddy. um Okay and then a a winery out in stonewall texas i did recently and then some of the other like big exterior ones that i've done the buildings have since been torn down so
3: nothing oh
5: Oh, existence. i know right kind of a bummer but um but a lot of office murals a lot of school murals i used to do a lot of residential stuff i don't do that quite as much anymore but
4: um man you you're you're like crushing my dreams because i need i need somebody to turn (laughs) i need somebody to turn my son's room into like the ghostbusters uh, headquarter. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't have time, don't have time for it. Like, I yeah. don't have time
5: for it. Do you ever
1: do, like, canvas work? Like, do yeah. you ever do, like, art shows and stuff I like that? I
5: do, but it's always very show-specific. So, I mean, okay. it's something that I, I don't tend to just, like, sit and work on canvas just for my own kind of personal enjoyment. Now, when... I have a show coming up. I will sit and I'll create kind of a, a big body of work for a show. Mm-hmm. And um, so for years, I've done the either like West or East Austin studio tour, got canceled this year, of course. Yes. Um, and then a couple of other smaller show or other shows like that. But I, you know, honestly, like I have like one piece on canvas right now in my possession or maybe two in my possession. It's just something that I don't keep up inventory with. Um, and I've just been really busy with mural work lately, so it's it's hard for me to find time to kind of sit down and cre- and create
2: art in canvas. What are some well, things, uh, What are some things you do to cool off while you're doing murals outside? Because this July, <laughs> 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 you doing?
5: <laughs> I mean,
2: I
1: generally as Tyson wipes his brush. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
5: generally avoid outdoor murals in the summer months as much as I possibly can. Um, I mean, time of day is is imperative. Like it's sometimes like okay, well, I'm gonna get started. 6am and
3: <laughs> <works> <laughs>
5: as long as I can but um, because yeah it's it's just brutal especially if you don't have shade it just is too much so I try to avoid doing exterior murals when it's too too hot outside um, definitely I just drink a lot of ice water all day long yeah <laughs> and just like
4: I have I don't a question because I, I, I saw something that you turned in and I've been questioning it in the back of my mind and I've been holding it for this day Ooh. what <laughs> in the world is dancing muralist oh whoa i just we just dance a lot is that what it so is? i have
5: um, a, a girl yeah so a girl, devin watlington is another fantastic painter who paints with me um and she helps me on all my murals and there was just one day that we like we always listen to really just you know sweet jams um while we're painting and one day we're doing this mural that was i think it was like a bunch of like it's like some place it was big on safety and they had hard hats in the mural design and safety dance came on mm-hmm um, oh, and well, I started, you got us. Yeah, so I like took a video of me just dancing. She was up on the wall painting, and I just started doing, like, you know, safety dance. Um, <laughs> With a hard hat on? I don't think I had a hard hat no, on. That
1: no, that would have been perfect. That would um,
5: perfect. But then she just joined along, and so it was just like, oh, well, we're just going to start dancing now at every project we do. Um, So we've just been making, we just, at the end of a project, we'll just do a dancing video, and we, um, you know, we got some sweet moves. What can I say? <laughs> We just turn the music on real loud. We We get the strangest looks for people on the streets. Every now and then we'll like tell somebody to come join us. People are don't know what we're doing they think we've lost our minds and usually at that point in the day we have so it's, we have well, i mean
1: you're an artist, so nobody expects you to be like grounded anyway so it's true
5: yeah. it's, pretty, you know,
4: it's bright it's crazy
5: it's fun so you know it just fits. i had
4: to ask because i was <laughs> i've seen the videos of you dancing stuff and i was just all like is this like they dance and throw paint Like, that's where my mind went. I was like, I'm just dancing and just throwing paint on the canvas and then just rolling around. And I was like, I don't know where my mind was going, but that's like exactly what I was thinking. I was like, dancing aren't muralists. I was like, oh man. I was like, I'm interested. i like it though that's a good idea now we usually just play
5: the music real loud and have lots of dance breaks so you know <laughs> that's amazing keeps it fun keeps it fun yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. and i feel like my builds, mom was that builds a an audience too because people will watch you just for that alone
5: oh yeah people people take the dancing videos mm-hmm. you know And again, I'm not, I've never been afraid to make a fool of myself. So, you know, it's all good. (laughs) All good, man. It's
0: all good, you know, and you got to be able to have that ego, as Damon calls it, to be able to put yourself out there, you know, for people to... (laughs) see your work you know and to see yes. your character you know just because a lot of people buy art for the the interaction for the experience you know they, they, mm-hmm. they have experienced the artist so it's like they want to hold on to a piece of them so that's a create, especially creative way to put yourself out there so
1: <laughs> I yeah. applaud I mean, after you put after you put your heart and your soul out there for the world to see what's
4: of your dance moves? yeah that's the least like, embarrassing yeah. thing yeah. I've done today it's all like, <laughs> We're going to top we're going to top it off with some sweet ass dance moves. Right. <laughs> I, I, get a bit more. No, I can.
1: I can still do the worm. So I got to show that off. Oh, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: Oh, snap. <laughs> we
3: definitely. A party trick. Yeah,
4: we definitely. <laughs> man, talk about <laughs>
1: talk about safety gear, man. I, you can That's need knee pads and a helmet. <laughs> I bruise my chin every now and then, but you know, <laughs> after a few bottles of tequila. <laughs> oh
0: <my gosh. laughs> those
1: Cuernos. After <laughs> a few bottles of those Cuernos. <laughs> hey,
0: speaking of speaking of those cuernos, um Avery, we're having a contest where we are trying to put artwork. Um, on the bottle of uh, Dos notes and ah, so we're cool. featuring our artists so the contest starts July say it uh, for me Lola
4: I'm gonna murder you I just wanna I know.
3: I know we with dates oh, man I know our
4: calendar's all mashed July, up I'm gonna murder <laughs> listen, you listen I don't know why you even say uh, uh, start saying a date just okay well let me just, the just say hey the the, the the
0: contest is gonna
1: start soon you know the just stay tuned already to the already <laughs> he, <already> Tyson. <laughs> Tyson. <laughs> he jumped in and was like Immediately over his head. Yes, yeah, like, like yeah, I, I like, am like
4: typing.
0: What date is that? <laughs> My calendar yeah. looks like a like Very booger's deep. all over it. There's so yeah, much stuff that. on it. Oh damn.
4: There is the contest already started, Tyson. Let me get you back on track. The the contest. (laughs) It's
0: hot in here. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, we we said yeah, we started we started on the twelfth and then it ends July 31st at midnight. So you have that time to draw your artwork. Make sure that you have your artwork already drawn. It needs to be digital format. And it needs to be turned in PDF. In a PDF, turn in your artwork and then give a little information about yourself that we have in the application. The application's actually in our um, bio on our Instagram. And I've been posting stuff every uh, every once in a while, periodically, of different things of how to enter. Um, If you just go back and check some of our previous posts, I think the last post that I made has how to enter into the competition. We have a couple of entries already, um, and we'll pick someone. The person that gets picked, their artwork will be turned into a sticker that we will be distributing out to uh, customers that go and buy the bottle. They'll put the stickers on the bottle, and they'll take a selfie with your artwork on there, and then you'll win a swag bag from us and those
0: so it is a artistic contest and a consumer mm-hmm. contest so yeah. we, we have two ways to win there buy a bottle or enter into some artwork right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we want I want to know Avery do you have any product have you gotten into like doing your own product with, with uh, Avery Elle Designs?
5: Um, a, a little bit I have put illustrations on pillows and bags things like that um, notebooks but nothing recently you know just kind of I do it when I feel like it. yeah <laughs> so. <laughs> so we're
0: not we're not really worried yeah. about the consumers it's, it's like you know if you get yeah. it if you get it while it's hot you know you got it
5: exactly yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do things it's on not the main
5: co- driver but you know if something fits really well on a, on something then yeah
0: yeah run. I mean I, I, I'm <laughs> always looking for creative opportunities you know like what's next like after the,
5: mm-hmm. the um. Installation game. What's next? What's next for ABRIO? Ooh, that is always a question. I'm, I'm. trying to figure out um, you know hopefully I'll just keep on doing murals as long as my body can handle it uh, because I do love that but I I love doing digital design too so you know a lot of what I'm about half of what I'm doing now is actually digitally designing murals um, that get printed and installed which is really cool wow Um,
4: that's cool yeah can I give you an idea Avery can I give you an idea that I would be like oh of course about if you put your artwork on fabric I will buy that shit all day Smart. that is on my to-do yeah. list for sure I have, when you said pillows I was um, yeah listen thing. Yeah. I, the
1: sunrise yeah i'm gonna
4: piece on yeah, i'm, gonna hit, so I'm then, gonna hit you up with a couple of companies that will print your artwork on fabric and then like awesome you should get started because i will definitely like do some kids gear and stuff with, with your and stuff on there and i know people buy it awesome yeah, it's, all right it's definitely a
2: very universal type of art yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, no graphic design background at all either, Avery. No, because it's such strong like graphic design. It's, again, it was it like was based on lack of starting
2: Started it, off with so it, it came from family. <laughs> it came from inheritance. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it is true.
5: It's a lot true. of a lot of creative creative blood, you know. And, through my veins,
1: I believe so. creativity is inherited. And all y'all with kids, are any of mm-hmm. them like, well, we already know Bastion is doing uh <laughs> <Dumb out. expressionist laughs> Making yeah, his yeah, own paint. He's, paint. He's, doing <laughs> dumb out. he's doing dumb We already know Bastion is like out here doing the most. But like, does anyone else are there kids like I picking think that's up true. the artist I have, mantle? Yes. I have an
5: eight-year-old who's a, a- very talented artist. And then my 10-year-old is kind of a storyteller, really, more than anything. He's... Yeah, he has a way with way of putting words together, which is pretty cool. The
1: funny <laughs> thing about me is, like, my daughter's a visual artist, and she's so good, but, like, she doesn't even care about it. Mm. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I did that. I did that thing. You, you yeah. like, not, like, I'll look at her work, and I'll be like, man, that is, like, so dope. But, like, I'm not one to, like, push somebody into being an artist because I know what a, mm. what a struggle yeah. road it is. So I don't never really, like... Really try to push her that way, but it's just like, like, like she'll just like draw like the dopest stuff and then like. Move so Damon, on like, nah, Damon, I'm on, why? I'm on I, I right have now. a question. Like, why
4: it. do you are not so? Um, you see that her talent is. Why aren't you so not persistent
1: with it if you see that she's talented at it? Because you don't want to be pushy. Because she. Well, yeah, that, and because, like, she's, like, legit, like, not interested. Like, she's another one of these people who's, like, like, what I'm talking about, like, she's an artist, like, at her,
3: like, Bleacher. core. Like,
1: that's just kind of yeah. <laughs> what she is. So, like, if, if like, when she's in the kitchen, like, she's in there, like, she did me a cake for, like, Father's Day, and it looked like it came from, like, the cake boss. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, kids only, like, 19. She's like, I piped all the... the she had the time. The icing and swirling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, she had the time. But, like, <laughs> like, that's just, like, her thing. Like Like, we used to always say, like... Like, we like to eat her food, but we hate when we like, hey, why don't you make dinner tonight? Because we know it's going to be a big production. Like, there's never, like, <laughs> like she, she can't just go in there and make you, like, meatballs and spaghetti and be like, boom, I made dinner. <laughs> like, she's got to, like, grate the Parmesan. <laughs> and she's got to hand make the noodles and not clean up the kitchen when she's done. That's an art that form. Kind of thing. That's, that's an amazing. art form. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's got, she's got yeah. like, the artist gene or whatever it is. But, but like I have the to, physical, like, drawing. But and I have painting, to say she, with, she the, the, with
4: the food ass. But like that's why I like because I you know everybody knows I've been to culinary school and I was uh, I worked in culinary for like 11 years it's hard to come at home and just make a sandwich and not make like a 14 course meal like it's like so hard to not like break it down and like I don't know it's a thing like it's a truly a hard thing to do to just be simple like I can not be basic so I walk away. So, so
2: is it like when you know how to paint a Mona Lisa, it's really hard for you to draw stick figures type yeah, of situation? Yeah, I feel
4: like it's the same thing. Because, like, whenever you know that you get store-bought and you taste, like, a, even a noodle, like, you eat the noodle, you're just thought like, this will be so much better for a soulmate, and I know it'll only take me 20 minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, 14 hours later, you have yeah, one yeah. bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> But it's like the most perfect bowl of spaghetti that you ever made in your whole fucking life. You're just all like, <laughs> I went and mortared this uh, herb onto these noodles and I turned these noodles right. into a pesto noodle because it only took me an extra 15. That's how chefs and cooks and I feel like artists think. It's the same way. Yeah. Yes. you just were so like, oh, well, I'll just paint this over here. And then next thing you know, it's like, a million, a million days later and you just have this like whole thing yes. when all you went in there to do was just draw just like a sink. Yes. <laughs> now you're yeah, doing like yeah. That's the story. hardest thing to
1: tell an artist to do. I'll just do something like really quick over here. Yeah. So, and right.
4: When you said that about your daughter I can understand with the food thing. That's why people like you must be cooking them amazing food. I'm like, I can't do nothing. Jerry makes all our rough food because, like, if I'm in there, none of us will be eating. Like, if I'm in there, yeah. we won't be eating. <laughs> Not dinner, today. At, dinner
1: at midnight. 30. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> By none, candlelight. Of us, yeah, none of us will be eating.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, Avery... Do you have any other hidden talents? Like, can you do you cook? Do you, yeah. Do any other <laughs>
3: sculptures? I you sculptures? <laughs> Using a, screw, a
2: screwdriver? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about I head. Am- do you cook? And she was like, mm.
3: No. I can make,
5: I can make anything in, that I can cook in one pot. I can make good soups. I can make gumbo. I can make jambalaya as long as it's in like one pot. I can handle it. Girl, that's, mm. a whole, that's really
1: all. That's
4: really all you all know how do. to make. jambalaya. Yeah, I mean, like that's back all in eat. the day, that's when they, mean, back in the day, that's how like Cajun cuisine came <laughs> into play. All those came one pot meals because they like slaves yeah. and stuff would get rancid meat. So they would have to mask it with spice. So that's why they, the one pot meal came along because they would have rotten products. And so they would have to like and put all these flavors into it to make it taste good. So uh-huh. That's where it, it all came from. So the, the power of getting the balanced flavor in a one pot
1: meal is a gift. Don't downplay that. That's good. <laughs> all right, so that's going to be the next chopped ingredient: mm-hmm. rancid meat. Yeah, <laughs> you over like wait a minute. Yeah, goes, you know, Okay. Yeah, you got <laughs> all You got to make all this, this rancid food right,
4: taste good.
0: You got to season this up just right. It's going to be delicious. That's an artistry in itself, though. Like, good food is like really like one of those things that is an artistry in itself. Like, what is one of your favorite? Food spots in Austin, Avery. I have
5: to ask. Oh yeah. Ooh. Um. I feel like my go-to's at this point. It's always. You know, tacos or Indian takeout because mm. well, pretty much we only do takeout these days. But um, but yeah, you know, big torchies fans. We go down to Kura's a lot. Have y'all too. ever
0: had Bird Bird Biscuit? I'm giving Bird Bird Biscuit a shout out on here.
4: I haven't I've had heard them. really good things. I've, I've heard, I've heard things it's fantastic, too, but I haven't had them either. Nobody
1: has yeah. on the show. No. I had Bird Bird Biscuit, man. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, no. Right. Where's you gotta go. <laughs> go <laughs> where's it located? Go hungry. They're on Manor Road I downtown. Like near near like Maynard Airport. Yeah, it's a or, mortar. Yeah, it's uh, down it's down a brick and
4: mortar. It's a brick and mortar?
0: yes, yes, it's a brick yeah. and mortar. And they're opening up yeah. a new spot too. Um, they got a new south? spot coming soon. Uh, I think it's or further north? south. I think it's further south. It's uh East Austin, pretty much. It's like um if you take 11th mm-hmm. or 12th, you might you know a right and a left and a right. You know you'll be there. Oh
4: jeez <laughs> Don't put Tyson in the car trying to give
1: you directions. You better have GPS messing around with me. No, your like ahead. favorite like cuisines from like places that you've traveled. Like, okay, we know you got the New Orleans thing, but you've been to a lot yep. of different places. I've heard good things about Singaporean food.
5: It's very, it's delicious. It's so good. But um, yeah. So we're a big curry family. For curry. Sure. My ten-year-old okay. will always tell everyone that is. Like favorite breakfast food is curry. Like that's what he wants for breakfast. is Curry, <laughs> uh, and he will like we'll have like t- you know leftovers from the night before, and he'll like we walk downstairs at eight a.m. He has a big old bowl of curry. He's just mm.
3: eaten, so um, <laughs> so, good. so yeah.
0: You got sophisticated taste. Yeah, too. spicy, yeah. spicy taste too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
5: so yeah, anything like Indian food, I love. Any yeah, any Southeast Asian food is pretty- Indian is my
4: Indian is my favorite cuisine, and the best Indian spot that I've had here in Austin has been uh, Teji's and um, a lot of people like Clay Pit but like I feel like mm. Teji's yeah. like they don't have nothing on 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 them right they had a location on 620 um, up north was their first location and then they opened one that was on Guadalupe on the drag like that's down there right now and um small and oh i seen that spot oh man it's so good and like they have so like their flavor palette is on indian cuisine to me is just like the best like that's the only reason so, why man. i would go to india like it's just
0: to <laughs> get out of here. For, the
4: food. <laughs> Be for the food
0: but i mean the culture also you know you gotta you gotta gotta definitely enjoy the culture you know i mean the cultures
4: in the food Everybody's supposed to to food. Isn't that weird, though? You know, like that.
0: That, but I want to see those places because of their public art settings. You know, because of their public art scenes. You know, and those, I go to
4: places for food,
3: Tyson.
4: It's that a problem? <laughs> yeah, problem. I go to places for food. Even. Oh man! You know, and that—that's
0: oh, ultimately where you know where where I'm. I think I'm more focused on now because I'm. Now I'm riding around the city. I'm riding around everywhere, looking at all of these blank spaces. I'm like, man, this should be a mural there. It should be a mural mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, Avery, how do how do you get most of your gigs? Uh, is it word of mouth or is it? Are you seeking these contracts?
3: It, no, I
5: don't really seek anything. Um, a lot of word of mouth, honestly. When I kind of first set up my website, I think I did the SEO really well. <laughs> I don't know what I did, <laughs> but I'm I'm very um, people find me just through like Google searches pretty easily, which is been pretty amazing. So I think and if anyone is actually looking, that's why I think I've gotten so much office works and you know interior businesses if there okay. oh, somebody has a conference room they want it painted they you know google Austin mural artist and I pop right up. Um but nice. I, a lot of a lot of word of mouth also um Instagram, you know, it's such a visual, you know, medium that a lot of people find me on Instagram. Also,
0: let's give out those so, handles while you're at it. Go ahead and shoot out your website. Go ahead and shoot out your handles.
5: Absolutely. So, website is avrio and Instagram is at avrio design. It's all avrio design. Pretty easy. Avriodesign.
1: Yeah. Lola will love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I hate, she hates it when artists get on here and they have like a different name on every like social media.
4: It's, it's
5: confusing all people. All Yeah, you can. Feel, Confuse people. And I, I purposefully knew that Orendorf was too hard to spell. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where Avery O comes in.
0: <laughs> Avery oh man, we thank you for being on our call, man, with the ATX Started Social. This is season se- season two, episode four, man. And we are really proud and we are really glad to have you on. We can't wait to share all of this awesome artwork with you for the next week, man. Uh, we're gonna push and promote. We're gonna hope you push and promote and bring some people your way, mm-hmm. man. And, uh... Just drive the traffic to you. Uh, before we go, are there any last questions before we David. go? David.
1: I, I have one, but it seems it seems like a like, like I missed the window. Like the window's kind of closed. The window I was is asking, closed. She was yeah. Oh, we, damn, but was we will be, be able anywhere.
0: to chat after the after the <laughs> show if it, if y'all wanna see any of that content, Patreon.com. Uh, don't forget to sign up for the contest. All of you artists out there and as consumers be keep your ear out for the contest. The dos cuernos contest uh y'all will see abriel's uh artwork her design work a little bit of her story man so y'all check up check in with us each day this week um and check out this episode man with Avery O, oh, it was a pleasure to have you. ATX Artist Social, will y'all help me uh, send Avery O a good bye? Stop asking. Hey, <laughs> 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 ATX Artist Social team, come on, man. Episode Tyson hot right
4: four. now. We gotta get Tyson out of here. Season two, <laughs> it's a